folks, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio, now recording live on Twitch at Good to Game Radio. Tonight we're talking about Moon Knight. Let's talk about our general, I know, let's just talk about our general overall feeling about the show so far through three episodes. Clint, we'll start with you. We talked about this a little bit last week where I thought that it was, you know, a little bit intriguing and it seemed as though like this uh, director, Mohammed Diab or Diab, I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Um, you know, it seemed like we were off to a pretty good start. The third episode, I actually rewatched it today because I watched it a few days ago and I just did not pay attention and I did a disservice to the episode. And so when I rewatched it today, the start of it, I literally told myself, I was like, man, I shouldn't even be rewatching this because I'm watching this guy with his knife, like licking his knife and like doing it on the ground and all that. I'm like, what, what is this? Like, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> Like, why is this in the show right now? This guy's just showing off. Like, I know he's about to get murdered, right? But I kept watching, and it kind of brought me back a little bit. So I think it's, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. It's not, like, I think as impactful as, like, WandaVision or something like that at this point. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I think overall we've got a pretty good series on our hands so far. Last week we talked a little bit about Moon Knight, and I had not watched the uh, the show yet. And I pretty much just asked you questions, uh, guys, questions about the show. Uh, but uh, since then, I have managed to watch all three episodes, uh, diving into the first episode almost immediately after our last podcast. I have to say, I'm really, uh, I'm really intrigued by the the different feel that this show has from like most of the other Marvel stuff, you know, Marvel has this kind of like uh, just everything kind of feels the same. And in this, uh, this uh, TV show, it, it, it feels really different. You know, it's just like, I really like like the details. Uh, take for example, um, when they're in London and they go, uh, to uh, Ethan Hawke's kind of like a little neighborhood, like compound, right? Was compound, weird. right? I really like how that that set was, you know, set up. You know, and, and everything like there's so much detail in all the scenes and stuff. You know, when they're and when they're in Egypt, you know, that when he's talking to uh, when Mark is talking to uh, Layla on the street when she runs into him, uh, and she's drinking soda out of a plastic bag did you notice that oh yeah absolutely I, I, I was like i mean to me yeah hey they must drink soda out of plastic bags in egypt i don't know but it was that kind of detail that i really enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> um and the the knife scene that you were talking about clint i'm like that was pretty that was pretty silly and that guy goes to lick the knife and the next thing you, you see is two punches to the face as he's licking the knife. I thought that was beautiful. <laughs> I was just right. like, this guy yeah, is showing off way too much, dude. It was like, but it was cringed. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, Indiana Jones where the guy's yeah. doing all that right before he shoots him. Right. Uh, it was just like weird. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I just feel like there's this complexity to the show, even to the music, right? Like the, like the, the, the credit scenes, either uh, pre-show and after-show, they have the, is it Egyptian Arabic rap music? I, I was gonna ask about that, the the theme music. What your thoughts were? I thought it's, I mean, I don't understand a single thing that they're saying, but. I really enjoyed it. I, I like listening to it. I was like, this is actually pretty good. I mean, it just fits kind of like this weirdness about the show that it's just like in the details. Yeah, it's presumably unique. authentic, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just this totally yeah. different take on a Marvel show and, and the lore. I mean, we've seen plenty of stuff in the past about Egyptian gods and you know, how many different movies have been made about that sort of stuff. I mean, I, I, they're really taking the time to kind of bring out these cultural details, um, and like in 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 both Egypt and you know, and even London. Still, you know, it's just kind of like 
listening to the the English speakers, you know, when the when they're talking about, oh, they're coming to get me because I messed up the loo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, can I embarrass myself real quick? Did you mess up the loo? <laughs> no. No, not not that I'm not that I'm willing to admit. Um, <laughs> so, dude, when I first started watching this, I didn't even recognize this guy was uh, Oscar Isaac, right? I didn't recognize him as he played Stephen, the British gentleman. I, it's like a believable accent to me. That is that. Should I be embarrassed by that? Like, does this guy like British people? <laughs> Is he hitting it, or is it way off? Because to me, it sounds like you know, sounds pretty legit. Like I, the guy had me fooled, but it's isn't normally he British? Like, isn't he? I have no idea. His American accent sounds good too, but like <laughs> that, I understand an American accent in uh, you know England. They've got a bunch of different ones, you know. But it's like, is that right. a legit accent? I have to is say, it good? like, the I don't fact know. That, the fact <laughs> that his alter ego, I'm. I, this is kind of like the weird, the weird aspects of the show that kind of throw me through uh, for loops is like the whole split personality thing. It's like, who is who? Whose body is it? I'm like, is it somehow another body, another totally different personality is inserted into this one guy's body? And who's whose is it? I mean, who's the owner of this guy? Basically. Like that so, kind of throws me for a loop. In in the third episode, we get some. Uh, actually, during the fight with the knife liquor, uh, we see that he killed. You know the the you know Moon Knight kills these people, but we don't know which person was controlling the body when he did it, because Stephen and Mark are arguing about who just murdered them. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it, it's introducing that there is other personalities whether it's a one additional or other like multiple more we don't know about um so i'm sure that that's going to get unveiled in the future but i feel when i watch this i feel like mark would likely be the action like the the real one is kind of how they're steering us not that i necessarily believe it but dude got married dude has you know presumably years of his life lived as that person Whereas Steven seems a little bit more like flash in the pan. You know, he's just like got this job. He's he's solitude and all that. It doesn't seem like he's like developed relationships. But it might be that they're both, you know, secondary, tertiary to who the actual owner of this body is, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm feeling like it's actually, if I were to put my finger on it, it, it's like, it really is Mark's body. Uh, like you said, he, he was married to Layla for for so long, and, and and now all of a sudden, you know, we have Steve here in the recent time of this of this series, um, with no connections really. You know, we see him talking to presumably his mother. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Is it even his mom? You know, like. His is he really talking to somebody? Is there somebody other, on the other end? Because he's very good at talking to anything. Like the guy that just sits perfectly still at the fountain in the outside of work. You oh, know, that's true. Yeah, I, I kind of had forgotten about that. But I, I was always kind of curious: is that guy a uh, like a relative? Is he actually a person who is known to him, or is that just who he chose to start bending his ear? Right. So, I mean, he obviously, as Steven, is not uh, good at socializing. Um, but yeah, it, it, there seems to be like a, there's a, a, a story there, a hidden thread that we're supposed to kind of piece together. Like you said, in the knife fight, you know, uh, Steven interrupts the fight and, and tells Mark not to, you know, brutalize this guy or kill him. And the next thing you know, um, the guy's dead, and they both, you know, argue over yeah, they, who they killed didn't him. Do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think, I think, if I'm making a bet on this, and really, I'm not even going to make a bet. If I'm writing this, 
both of them are not the actual owner of the body. Both of them are uh, like sprouted off from whoever the actual owner of this body is. Whatever personality uh, grew up with this body potentially is who killed them. I think that's a better story than they're probably going to give us. Um, but I would like to see something like that where that, you know, maybe with Mark or whatever, who Mark obviously had the body for a long period of time, but could have been losing time in his sleep, could have been losing time another way to the owner of the body. You know, that I think that would be an interesting kind of angle to hit with it. But uh, I'm curious to see, like, it's intriguing. I mean, I guess it's 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 so far it's it's got me <laughs> interested to see what's happening next. Oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you and think, man? Like, uh, you don't know, you know, like who he can trust, who he can't trust. Um, as far as like uh, even like last episode, like you saw, you know, you know, like the lady, like um, you know, the other avatar, you know, she was trying to help him out, whatever, like that. But it's like you know, she couldn't. You know, like, like I guess publicly, so to speak, you know, say, hey, you know, you should do X, Y, and Z. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely uh, intrigued to see how it all like happens. And it seems like for, uh, um, you know, for now he's kind of like, in, in, you know, in a pickle because you know, like his God is, you know, in, in, in a uh, in stone stoned. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a couple of days early. It's not supposed to be till four twenty. He gets stoned, but. Right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. You know, uh, they're on a different uh calendar than us. You know, so. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they are yeah, a few yeah. hours ahead over there. Right. You know, I think Mark might be might be the original owner of the body. So here's yeah. a question for you, gentlemen. Ethan Hawke says to Layla that he's like hiding something, and it seems like he's alluding to Mark being involved in her father's death her, her father's murder which i don't remember them talking about her father's murder i uh it might have been i might have just glossed over it but they so they go ahead tony yeah they alluded to something like that when uh the two aid uh, government agents show up to steven's apartment and they arrest him and they they take him off and um, she's like a, one of the agents is looking on the laptop in the in the front seat and she's like oh wanted for murder of you know archaeologists and they show the picture oh. of the dead archaeologist mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's that. where they, that's where um, you got your you, they kind of make the connection um, that you know he could possibly be linked to you know, to maybe the death of Layla's father. I I don't know. Did she did she say when she was having a conversation with the the, the woman that was uh, making her passport? Um, in that conversation, was a did they talk about her father being dead? I I can't remember. Uh yeah, because I believe the lady making the passport might be her mom. I, I got that uh, that sense too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember um. Uh, she was saying that I believe, you know, her dad like taught, you know, like the mom how to, you know, like either make the passports or she just kind of watched him, you know, like um, uh, make them in a sense. But uh, if I remember the comic correctly, uh, correctly, um, Stephen, yeah, like I said, I, th- I think I think Stephen is is the is the uh original owner of the body, but I believe he was there when her dad died. Steven or Mark? Because Steven is the British voice. Alright, so Mark. Mark is the operator. Mark is like the guy who could, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so because, um, yeah, so I guess like according to the comic, they were looking for something, and um, I want to say they both died, but I think Mark put up a fight, but I think he ended up dying, and then, um, he, um, they pretty much brought him before the God and the God, like, you know, like gave him life back. But I want to say, yeah, the other person that died was um, her dad. <clears throat> oh, okay. Cause here, here's my thought. Just looking at that was, 
Stephen did not know anything about the murder, right? right. That was pretty clear. Right. Um, Mark, when when he said it to him at first, when he's like got the audience there, he seemed to it, like it resonated with him that right. he said that. But then when we see Mark in the car, it might have just been a really convincing lie, right? But it really seemed like he didn't know. Just could be good acting by, uh, you know, like the, the character acting in that role, you know, like that um, he was just like fronting. But I feel like there's a possibility this other ego, like the other alter ego that we only have the, you know, that's just alluded to with the those murders of the knife guys. I wonder if that person would be the one that, you know, would be so, have brought back to life or had the information about that. Right. So you're in, so what you're saying uh, is like there's a third personality. We just don't know who who that is. Like we haven't seen they haven't portrayed to us like a third person, but there there is one. He's not the god. I, but, I actually thought it could have been um that was like a thought that came in through my mind, but I don't, I didn't flesh it out, you know, but like, it seemed as though that would be a possibility. Right. Know. It could definitely be a possibility. I mean, a, a third personality that doesn't want to be, doesn't actually want to be known to the other two. He just doesn't show himself um, through like reflections and stuff. I don't know. <clears throat> right. Right. So, yeah. So, so you know, I can I kind of did like you know a little digging you know once the uh, series started, but yeah. So there's a total in the comic. There's a total of four personalities. There's a uh, and the three personalities are, um, they pretty much can can uh maneuver through uh the three tiers. So you have your your poor, your middle class, and then your upper class, and then the last personality is Moon Knight. But uh, outside of oh. Moonlight, he's supposed to have three different other personalities. I think one's like a cab driver. Um, one is almost like a Bruce Wayne type, you know, type guy. He like I said he can move between the elites, and then he has like a middle class like personality, which I believe is a uh, Stephen. So the thought that uh, Moonlight could actually be one of the personalities isn't something that I had considered because we see something that they stuck with that we saw before was that Moon Knight, when Mark is Moon Knight, he has that cool looking thing with the cape, the suit looks awesome, whatever. And then when Steven is Moon Knight, he's got that really kind of lame looking one, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. He went to, uh, he went to the, what's that, uh, the suit off the rack. <laughs> yeah. Off the rack. Yeah. But it's like, so that is like how they, their personalities were being represented as Moon Knight, but then potentially, yeah, Moon Knight, whatever that the entity that is Moon Knight, could also be just choosing to take over the the body. And that is, I if I'm Moon Knight, you know, with all that that entails, I don't think I'd be arguing with these schmucks either, right? I would just do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, and then I'm out and let them do whatever. So that is a possibility for sure for the other one that you know you read about in the comics as well yeah, right, yeah. i mean but you 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 have the scenes where you know there's imminent danger to loss of life right so and steven is constantly arguing with mark you know and mark wants control of the body he's like oh give me control you're not supposed to be here give me control and i'll save us so we've seen at least two scenes where that comes up, and then we see Moon Knight, you know, the the, the version that has the suit that Mark puts on. Mark uh, Mark Knight and uh, Stephen Knight. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if there was a third entity, why would he just stand aside? Why these two schmucks argue it over? Right? He would just take over, right? So I don't know. I mean. But it could be that he is allowing them like it's like in extreme circumstances. And you could argue that when Mark or Steven or whoever, I guess it was Mark is interacting with this, these uh, knife gang fighters. That was a pretty crucial part to get the lead 
about where they're going, right? Because even like the god, I can't pronounce his name, I can't remember it. The god shows up, is like hold him over the cliff or whatever. So like there is some serious intervention <laughs> about this because it's like you know. So I could see him just taking over, and then like, all right, I murdered those guys. You can have your body back now. Hey, so, so, uh, so speaking of that scene, he's like, hold him over the cliff. And then the guy kills us off. <clears throat> I thought he was going to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Like, you're a guy. You're supposed to know this All stuff. Right, so, I want to I dive into Steven's uh, character for a second. Because I, I feel like there's something really off. Other than the fact that he's got split personality and he ties himself to the bed and puts sand around it. To keep that's weird. Like when the detect when the one uh, agent walks in and she she looks at the bed and pulls up the chain with the ankle bracelet and she's like, "What is this?" You know, um, that's pretty weird. Like I don't even know what I would think if I walked in somebody's bedroom and that was like, uh, "You've never walked found. into someone's bedroom and no. seen that before?" No, no I can't You've say that. I have, sir. Uh, no. <laughs> Can't say that I found that in anybody else's bedroom. <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's. I guess it is a uh, kind of strange because you figure like you know like uh they're supposed to be, you know like he's genuinely like surprised when he finds out like about Mark, right? Right. But why is he chaining himself to the bed? Because we know like it's not Mark, whatever like that. Because Stephen isn't surprised when he wakes up that he's chained to the bed. So that, that makes sense to me because Steven is at, at that point in the story, Steven is living his regular life. He has no other personalities as far as he knows, but he is losing time. Like he'll go to bed and then he'll sleepwalk as far as he's concerned and wake up here or there, whatever. So he is just as right average guy taking steps to prevent himself from waking up in the middle of the street or losing that time and doing something irresponsible potentially while he's sleepwalking, or at least he thinks. So he is, the fact that it's the, the measures he's taken are so extreme shows that he's taken lesser measures that didn't work is what it seems to me. So he's like, okay, well, I can't do this. Now I got to tie myself to the bed. I got to put the sand down and, and, we know that it works because Mark has been incommunicado for months. Like Layla hadn't heard from him for months and he finds that cell phone trapped in the rafters. Um, and it's, it's up there. She's like, I haven't, I've been texting you and calling you whatever for months. I haven't heard anything. Well, it's because Steven actually figured out how to keep Mark at bay by not allowing him to have that time at night. So I think he probably did a little bit here, like started doing this, like, oh, he put the tape on the door. Oh, well, the tape's gone. And then he did, you know, the the sand. And he goes, well, I can see I got up and walked away. And then he finally changed himself. Okay, now he's worked it out. So it kind of, it makes sense to me. Um, at least like, it, it's, a, I could follow what the progression might be that would lead to it, maybe. Okay. So now how does Mark know where the key at? Uh, he doesn't. That was the whole thing is that Mark, it does not get to come out for months. That's why he doesn't get in contact with Layla because Steven actually figured out how to keep him from coming out while he sleeps, right? Taking over his body while he's sleeping. That is why mm. we don't see him because the chain, what up, the sand already worked, actually works. Hmm. Well, so, we, go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. So, an, another aspect of Steven, Steven, that I think we really need to talk about is the fact that here's a guy who works in the gift shop at the museum, right? And he knows Egyptian hieroglyphics like in detail, right? And right. then when when he's taken to the sarcophagus at that one guy, that collector's uh, estate, immediately knows. How to decipher? It's, it's a code. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how? Yeah, that it's a code, and how to decipher it, and and how to make it work, like how? I'm like, are we just supposed to ignore that big convenient okay. plot hole? <laughs> I, I don't actually think it's a plot hole. I don't I'm think gonna, it is. I'm either. gonna try to explain this away because I went through a little bit mental gymnastics to make this not bother me. Mm-hmm. Dude is a screw-up 
because of the personality disorder, right? Because Mark is coming up and he's losing two days to Mark. You know, he misses his date with the woman at the start because Mark took over for two days. He is jumping out of his personality and has this like operator taking over doing crazy stuff whenever, but he doesn't know, doesn't have any reference for it. So it seems as though this guy, Steven, however it came apart, has this incredible knowledge of Egypt uh, and uh, Egyptology and all that. However, the reason he works in the gift shop, it gets fired from that too, is because he's completely not dependable because of the personality disorder and because Mark is obstructing his life in that way. So that that's the only thing that kind of makes sense to me is you could be a dude. Don't tell me you've never been aware of uh, you know us firing a genius, right? We've had plenty of really smart people <laughs> that we've fired, right? Because Name they one. didn't. <laughs> uh, they didn't do it was awesome that they were smart they all thought they were we, geniuses when they got we didn't fired. hire them to be smart we hired them to do this role right and they couldn't do it they couldn't show up they, they weren't dependable in some way despite having all these other capabilities they're unemployed right and that's what and it, so it kind of makes sense to me even though it bothers me I well, had to like go through that to like kind of think. Okay, I guess it's really not a plot hole in my opinion, but I, yeah. I'm, I, I don't it. think it's a plot hole. I just threw that out there. I think it's, I think it's an intricate part of the story because if we think about it, um, who would have that kind of knowledge, right? Somebody that's really, really knowledgeable of ancient Egypt, the gods. He can name them all off. He could read the hieroglyphics. He can decipher that it's a code, how to decipher it's a code. This Stephen personality is not part of this body. I, I, this is not his original body. Um, I think you're right in that it's Mark's body. I think, But I think Stephen was implanted into this because of the knowledge that he had. And Oh, good point. Yeah. 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 And Excellent that... Point. That uh, Kaju, the god that you know that they that they that the avatars of or whatever uh, played a role in this somehow, and because he wanted to preserve that knowledge, because he needed it, and he could very well be one of the personalities of the archaeologists that we've seen slain, uh, that they've referenced uh, to, and I would not be surprised. If Stephen is not Layla's father, personality-wise, yeah. As you were kind of getting through that, um, that thought popped into my head as you started explaining it. It, it seems reasonable. Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know how that would necessarily work. Like, you know what? Actually, when you when you think about it, there are a lot of like really tender moments between them. When when he's Stephen, like it seems like. As though there's familiarity there, right? Um, they both have the same love of the same French poet, you know. Yeah, they can they can quote that sort of stuff. You know, that's kind of sort of stuff that's passed down through fam, fam, uh, how you say it, f familial uh, connections. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, dude. Well, well thought out there. I think that's very possible. I don't know, Tony. Overall, <laughs> as the person who last week we talked about this, right? Vance right. and I gave our input. What is your overall feeling about the series? Having just binge watched them because you're lazy and you didn't do it in time, um, how are you feeling about it? What are your thoughts? Your expectations on future episodes? Like, are you looking forward to this? Just give us a little bit about your feelings overall so far. Um. I mean, I'm enjoying the show. I like it better than um, Hawkeye. I like it better than uh, Loki. I like it. Uh, I don't like it as much as I liked Wanda. Of all the, I think it's number two for me, just because of. I'll give a reminder unique, real quick. The unique, uh, unique stuff that I'm seeing in it. Uh, pardon the interruption, but as a reminder. Three episodes into Wanda Vision, it was not good. So we right. are 
three episodes in now, and I think these three episodes, I think Loki had a really good start, but didn't really like finish strong. This might be the best three first three episodes of one of them. I think WandaVision is was phenomenal, but the first three episodes really was doing a lot of like building and suspense and not giving as much. Where when I look back on it, I appreciate the series, but I was not like feeling those th- first three episodes very much. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, Silk said he liked Loki better. Uh, he he liked Loki better than um than this one. Uh, Browse. okay. Moon Knight like, like the fact that dude is making out with himself in the final episode. <laughs> I cannot get over that, man. Silk can relate. Incestuous self love. That is what Loki. I could not like fathom mm-hmm. that. That's Loki. Like, what are they? It's what Loki. are they? I, yeah, but dude, like yeah, yeah. straight up making <clears throat> out with himself. That's the. That's what Marvel wants to put on my television screen in my home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this dude making out with himself. Yeah, pretty much. I dude, I couldn't get over that. I'm like, ugh. Hey, but uh, the guy, the uh, the timekeeper, whoever that we meet at the end. That was the best character in that whole series. Well, do you know who he is a distant relative to? Who? Mr. Fantastic. Really? Mm-hmm. My trainee told me. See? You got you to gotta talk to, like, real comic book guys and all this stuff. And I'm like, huh? And he's breaking it all down to Everything me. always and goes back to the Fantastic Four. All right. Hey, I like. Listen, I'm actually, like, you guys remember that Fantastic <laughs> Four show or movie that came out with, like, uh, Jessica Alba was in it? Silver Surfer? Silver Surfer was oh, in it. That uh, was that one. Uh, that was so horribly bad, dude. Like that was. <laughs> I was like, what is it with like we do, like superhero movies were horrendous until when like yeah. the the Christian Bale Batman or something. Like I think uh, Adam West stuff was like gimmicky. Like I thought I like when I watch Adam West stuff, I enjoy it, but it wasn't like this is entertainment right this is like oh it's casually fun to watch right every superhero movie for many years was garbage fantastic four was just another one of them when was like when was the turning point was that uh like because a lot of the marvel movies are, are trash was oh, it Spider-Man one of the marvel great, movies I the say, batman movies are, are were really good yeah batman's pretty good spider-man's pretty good iron man always i feel like Iron Man was good. That's true. Yeah. The Robert yeah, I, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, Iron Man. I don't think it was a bad Thor either. Yeah, mm. but Thor was not as early as oh, some yeah, of the yeah, other yeah. ones, true, right? True, 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 true. But you're right. Oh, I thought. Oh. I actually, no. I, I definitely <laughs> no. think one of the Thors was bad, but I don't remember which one because they. I didn't uh, care about them. Hey, the Hawks was. Mm, mm, Hawks mm. are all bad. Mm, right. Which ones? <laughs> Hulk. Oh, Hulk. all of them. All of them. Dude. Pick one. (laughs) Okay. Here's my Hulk story. I watched the, uh, was it the Edward Norton one in Mm. the theater? And I watched it like a 9 p.m. showing or something like that. But I had just gotten off caffeine like two days earlier. Slept through it. I pulled a Vance. That's what you call it. Uh, Still have no no idea (laughs) what, what that thing is about. But like. And Edward Norton is, is, you know, he's a reasonably good actor. Right. <clears throat> hey, uh, Silk, was Thor 2 Ragnarok? No, Ragnarok, no. I think, was a good, was no. like fairly good. Mm-hmm. Thor 2 was the one that had more of a, the Black Swan. Uh, Natalie Portman? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I think it had a look like more I think of it was her. number three, the third Thor movie that was not good. Was the first one any good though? I don't remember what the first one first was. First one wasn't bad. When they had the big... was it? Give me your finest horse. My <laughs> ah, man like... went to a pet store looking for a horse. Like... Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. Just as you explaining it to me, because I don't remember that. That yeah. is a blatant ripoff of uh, Terminator Two Judgment Day, where he goes into that th- that uh, bar and is like, "Give me your your your." Clothes, your boots, and your keys, right to the guy. That's all right. that is, man. That's I'm saying it. <laughs> uh, man. Anyway. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, 
Yeah, so there's people who who you know like like I said when it kind of I guess for came out with, with Moon Knight like older uh you know there was like a parallel between him and Batman. Um, do y'all see the similarities between uh Moon Knight and uh Batman? They both yeah, have I'm capes. Gonna, that's exactly what it is, Tony. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now that I was so bothered by something in this episode, dude. Literally, dude is taking bullet shots wraps his cape around her to protect her and they come over and stab him goes like right through his his body it's bulletproof and they're just stabbing him with their sticks watch the movie dune uh i watched it with you actually (laughs) i don't remember i don't remember what happened so in dune uh you know it's ten thousand years in the future everybody has personal force fields Right, and the way they operate is they stop anything that's highly kinetic or you know at high speeds, but they won't stop something slow. So yeah, that's the difference. I mean, it takes a bit of speed. <laughs> he has to dune, ram a spear into right. somebody. He has you know. dune. He has dune tech. Mm-mm. Right. I, I <laughs> would <laughs> expect a god to have better tech. That's all I'm saying. I, like, well, well, don't forget the other similarity is, uh, you know, Batman. You know, he can take the little bat symbol out his chest. That's what Moon Knight does oh, with yeah. the, the moon it. symbols. And, the moon and when he, when we were introduced to him in this third episode, where he's like, "Oh, he disappeared," and he's on top of that. That whole thing was very Batman, where he jumps off of like this little mini period uh, pyramid. Right. That was my thought. Is that it was really like a Batman type thing. Yeah. And here's a question for you. And maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Layla is over there fighting Bodyguard, right? right? And Bodyguard just stabs that mummy or whatever. I'm curious to see what comes from that. They did the thing where he misses her with the knife. Mm-hmm. And then they stop and they show us a, the, like it cuts to the knife going in. And then you see later him going back and taking the knife out, right? Like, that was something that they like used the camera to make sure we understood that he just stabbed that mummy, right? Right. Um, which I thought was was weird or whatever. But then she pulled something off as well and stabbed that dude. And she pulled it off from the same spot where he has it on her on her chest, like uh, like maybe a little higher. But like, did you guys notice that? And she did this really cool like she throws her knees up and she double stabs him like you know right up in the like where did that come from? It's a foreshadowing. Yeah, I is think she, she has she her moon. I day? think she has like a, a cape or something she has on, but yeah, what's holding it together is the two knives. So that's what she pulls out. Well, I mean knives. they've already referenced the fact that uh, Kaju he he he's, he said, I already have my eye on my next avatar. You know. Right. And they pretty much alluded to the fact that it was her. Right. Um, yeah, cause yeah, yeah, cause in the second episode, yeah, he um, yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, like if you keep like pretty much let, um, if, yeah, he's talking to Mark. He's like, if you keep let Stephen like interfere, or whatever, like that, then you know, like you know, our deal is gonna be done, to and then I'm a, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get Layla. <clears throat> yeah, dude. So Silk is saying in the in the chat that he has healing powers. Yeah, I think that's reference to me talking about this bulletproof garbage. Right, but yeah. the bullets are not like hitting him, right? Like they're not penetrating this cape because you can see the cape, and the bullets are just not, you know, nothing's coming of it. I thought there were some holes in the cape. I don't know. Smoke. I don't know. Okay, so Were that they? could be that I, I just know. missed it, and you know, or I'm always looking for holes. a reason to be upset about something. So, <laughs> or I could have made up the holes. You know, who knows? You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So what do y'all? All right, so we're halfway through the episode, uh, the series, and we only have three episodes left. What do you feel like is going to be like the big like climax, the aha, or do you think it's the God turning the stone? Okay, R- real quick, I- I'd like to ask a question related to yours, and I'm sorry for just not answering. No, you're good. Um, the God dude tells Mark. To come free him from the stone, but why would Mark do that when Mark is just trying to get away from this guy? Like, if the dude's in stone, he can't make Layla the Avatar. 
He doesn't tell Mark that. Him, he tells Steve that. He said, I thought he said the name Mark. He's doing it while he's casting the, the sky map or whatever. And but he says like, the name Mark. Mark saved Mark? me when they turned me into stone. That That's what, like how I remember it. Again, maybe there was holes, maybe there's not. I don't know. But that that's what I thought was weird. Like, wouldn't you want to just be free of this dude that's messing up your whole life? Yeah, well, we don't really know what the deal is between they've they've referenced this terms of the agreement. We don't know what those terms are. Right. Um, so I suppose I mean, that's true. Yeah, that maybe that. Yeah, okay. So that could be like what uh, we we had uh, maybe maybe it was you, Vance, that said it. That it could be that he is brought back to life or someone is brought back to life, you know, that was not supposed to be alive. And so if he, you know, there's, he's on a timer right now that Ganshu or whatever is in stone. Um, Vance, to answer your question, uh, the turning point or the like aha moment in the show, I think, I think we're building to it right now. I think I'm, I'm really unsure if this woman, this uh, the god that they keep referring to that judges people before they make a sin. I'm curious if she's going to be released or not. I mean, it, I, I don't... It, it seems almost as though if she is released, that's the end of, you know, millions of lives. So I feel like the battle is going to be over... Like, the show is going to be the battle to keep her. So we're not, like, it's going to be, oh, they stopped her from being... I don't think she's going to, like, be resurrected and then they fight her or whatever. Um, I think it's going to be the battle is going to be over her never coming out, you know, back to back to life or, you know, <clears throat> or whatever. I don't know what you think, Tony. Vance knows. You see him I, smiling? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to reference something from episode one. So our, our heroes, so-called heroes, are trying to stop Ahmed. Uh, the crocodile goddess, whatever, from basically murdering millions of people to prevent evil, right? Uh, so uh, that's the plot. So that's the main thread. So uh, so far, Ethan Hawke has had the better of them every single chance. So I, I don't know. It's it's bro. Can I just tell you? that it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen when dude is trying to, like, summon whatever. Like, he's got his cane, he's out there in front of the pyramid thing, summoning in front of the sarcophagus. Like, my body could not handle any more of that than they gave us. It was so cringe. Like, it bothered me so much. Sorry. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean... It's uh, I don't know. There's a battle that's gonna ha- a battle will happen between somebody. Yeah. I don't know who it is, but I don't know. Obviously, I think Steven is really the the hero character, if there is one. I'm like, he's the guy we're supposed to be rooting for, I feel. It's not Mark. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're supposed to be to rooting I, I think we're supposed to be rooting for Steven. And Steven is like always and it kind of gets on my nerves. He's like, Mark, don't do that. Don't hurt that guy, whatever. And then it Things always turn out worse. <laughs> right. Dude, um, when he takes over from Mark, and he's like, guys, everyone settle down, settle down. He's settle like, Mark, down. take over, Mark, take over. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just makes the situation that much worse. Um, that, that was pretty but, good, actually. Like, I feel that, that that goodness that's in him will will be the decisive point. You know what I'm saying? It, that That is what will turn the turn the show will turn on is that that ability for him to be good because they're talking about being good and being evil throughout this entire show but we've really only seen it from his character um consistently so and i think that's the point of the of the whole series and that and that and i'm curious if vance is going to mention this in a moment when he takes us back to episode one but when Ethan Hawke holds the dude's hands to give him judgment, he says there's like chaos inside him, right? So you would imagine if it was all bad, then the judgment would have been bad. 
but if it's bad and good, like there's a split, then that would have led to that conclusion from Ethan Hawke, potentially. So that could be could be where they're going. Vance, what were you gonna mention about episode one? Um <clears throat> I think that uh that uh Steven uh well I, I think Steven is going to get to like um I guess like a Mark's reason for violence and I think he's gonna I mean um we kinda seen a glimpse of it like when uh you like say you no know, like when he's in the uh the regular suit and you know he punches the guy, whatever like that, you know, and um but I think he he's gonna like get a understanding of like, you know, like the the situation. I think he he's gonna not really turn violent, but I think he's gonna give up get up the courage to fight. And also too is like uh y'all remember when the lady uh I guess talked to him about the gods and he said that there's actually so many I think it's might be five or six guys and he's like what well, is it actually like you know like seven or nine or something like that like uh yeah. I know it's more that he knows about than what was actually in the little pamphlet or whatever like that but uh I think that um the guys going to come together because you no know, he he already called on them before to kind of come you know and stop uh, you know Ahmed whatever like that but I think that uh he's going to find a way like to summon the gods so I think they are going to release um I mean, but uh, oh, that's a good point, dude. You know, like the last episode, I think they're all gonna come together to, you know, fight. Because okay. we already seen everybody's avatar. Yeah, that's that's my question to you. How many gods did they say there were? Like five or six or something like that. But then, how many avatars did we see? I thought they said it was like nine. Was yes, like but that's nine? what the pamphlet. Right, that was episode one when he's talking to the little kid. Right. Yeah, yeah. The pamphlet said like five. Did we see five? there uh I'm trying I to believe, visualize it again yeah, yeah yeah i believe we did see five including mark um but uh i do think there's more so silk is asking is moon knight after the snap or within the five-year span that everyone was snapped um so do we just have no idea we talked about this we talked we about this ago? last uh last week we, last week because all the marvel shows have in, in movies here recently yeah, have I mean, have put a little something in there to kind of give us a reference point uh, right. in relationship to uh, uh, Thanos and the snap. And I actually have not seen any anything that stood out to me yet in this show. Um, I feel like it's post snap though. Uh, did you did you guys watch the movie uh, Eternals? No, that's actually recommending to me when I go to watch Moon Knight. It's telling okay. me, oh, watch this, but I, I haven't seen it yet. Eternals, this feels a lot like Eternals. Like this, you have like God-level stuff happening in the background um, that's threatening the whole world, and that was post-snap. And one of the characters actually asks uh, in that movie uh, when he's talking to one of the Eternals, it's like, where were you when we were fighting Thanos? Why didn't you make an appearance? You know, and they were like, you know, we're not supposed to interfere with that sort of stuff, which is almost the same sort of stuff we hear from the gods in this show, right? We don't interfere with the affairs of man. Um, so I feel like it's post-snap, even though they haven't actually referenced it. So my my only thoughts about that were that the, re the, the fact that we haven't heard anything, if it hasn't happened yet, there'd be no reason to talk about it. That was my only, like, logical thoughts, is that, well, if no one's heard of Thanos, they're not going to talk about Thanos. Um, I just can't see, like, it, like what, what do you think's going to happen in a few years? Are we going to be talking about this pandemic? Like, it's going to come up, right? Like, it's it's going to come up. Right. Well, the, the whole Thanos yeah. thing is is pandemic yeah. multiplied by like a million. The only you thing that I've actually seen them. or heard them reference as far as a larger um, world is the uh, when they when Layla is talking about or some uh, Mark is talking to her about her contact from Madripoor, right? That's the Indonesian city that we saw uh, that. The, the Winter Soldier and Sam visited. Um, oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. The 
so there that we have that reference that, um, to a large to the larger Marvel universe, uh, and that's the only one I've seen so far. Hold on, say that again, Tony. Was it the city of Madripoor? Remember they were when they were going to go yeah. meet the guy that had the uh, sarcophagus. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. That Layla knew him from like Madripoor. Yeah. And they actually said that. Mm-hmm. So I was like waiting to see like somebody that I recognized from uh, the that TV show, the you know, the Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but. I, my memory is not good enough, so if I did see somebody, I will I couldn't recognize them. So, so to answer your question, and Tony is right, this is post blip. So it says, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna uh, say these names right, but it says, however, the Moon Knight trailer title Secret Agent reveals a key background detail that confirms the show is set in the po- post blip MCU. In one shot from the trailer, Moon Knight stands in front of a bus advertising GRC, the Global Reparation Council. You may remember the GRC from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which introduced the organization <laughs> meant to restore order after Avengers undid Thanos snapping Endgame. So yeah, so it's post. Yeah, so it's post blip. Listen, the only Easter eggs I care about <laughs> in my Marvel is musicals about the Avengers. Okay, that's it. Everything else, I'm not concerned with. Well, what I do say that some of the area is, um. Is similar to the musical, uh, what Roger, um, Roger's musical, (laughs) Roger's musical. (laughs) 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 You You guys watch Black Mirror yet? (sighs) No, not yet, man. Okay, hey, Vance, you watched The Princess Bride yet? Black Knight, Princess Bride, yeah, I watched that, (laughs) forgot about it. I don't think so. Um, Tony, you watched Mighty Ducks though, right? Oh yeah, Vance. Ooh, I watched Star Wars. Just saying. Hey, Star Wars I had to live longer. through that garbage <laughs> twice. Hey, Didn't man. I watch two of them? Did you watch two of them? I'm pretty sure I watched two of them. Mm, I tried to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he watched Empire Strikes Back and was like, "I don't get it." <laughs> yeah, I don't care about. If Star I could Wars. use my Jedi power through, through through the screen, I would choke you right now. Uh, if you ha- if you had the force, you'd be able to do it. Doesn't he do that? Doesn't he choke someone through a screen? Isn't uh, that a thing yeah, that happens? Yeah. Or am I thinking about Spaceballs? No, he chokes By the way, Spaceballs is infinitely better. Yeah. Spaceballs is infinitely better than Star Wars. Well, I want to watch Spaceballs now. Well, look, well, I'm like the low level Jedi. Darth Vader is up there, so you know my powers isn't as strong as his. You know. Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What is Silk saying here? Black, Black Mirror, Mirror is really good. <laughs> I told them. I told them to watch the episode "15 Million Merits" because it had some interesting uh, allusions to some of the things we've been talking about recently. They they failed to to complete that uh, that task. <laughs> All right. So what day? What day is it now? It's Monday. So we got a couple more days to get another episode. I'll say that this last one, I watched it like on Thursday or Friday or something. And I, I didn't really pay attention. Like I, I start, said at the start that I think I did it a disservice by not paying attention and then immediately regretted paying attention when I watched this guy lick the knife. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Um, but I think I'll probably watch this on Wednesday. I, I feel like I'm a little bit interested to see how they're going with it. I also think this Oscar Isaac guy is the real deal. I think I think that uh, as far as like his acting chops are really on display, and I feel like he's done awesome. And he was in Dune, right? That's the dude from Dune. Yeah, we talked about the Dune. Father. Maybe that is why his uh, force field worked that way, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, he's was the. Uh head of House Atreides in the Dune movie, which is great if you haven't seen it. Uh, you need to check out Dune. Deuce Ex Mahia, Mahia yet? Uh, negative. Um, <laughs> I watched that. That's what I talked about. Uh, I also told you guys to watch that because he was in that and he was brilliant. It's really good. But he was also in Star Wars. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Which one? The one was with uh, Banks? 
No. Is he the actor that plays Jar Jar Binks? He was in the latest three Star Wars movies. Oh, I do. I think I do remember. Wait, was it like he was the hotshot X-wing pilot? But I always think Flynn. But Flynn was the no. Flynn was the ex-stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that hotshot that was him. Well, good for him. Like uh, that garbage. Like I guess propelled him to get some (laughs) legitimate acting. You know. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever seen I had ever seen him in anything in anything before that. So. I think the deuce the. Deuce Ex Mahina might have been before that. Uh, maybe not. It was it was good, though, man. He's, he's a good actor. I'm glad to see we're getting some stuff from him. Uh, I don't recognize this actor, that uh, the actress that plays Layla at all. No, nope, um, I like her. Yeah, I think she's I think she's doing pretty well. Nothing outstanding from her, as far as no, I'm concerned. No. Just kind of like, she's playing a role, and it's believable. I think with... Uh, that is one thing. There's not a lot of cast in this, right? Because dude <clears throat> is playing multiple roles. They got the the this right? excellent excellent actor. Like a double salary. Hey, I was just about to ask that. Hey, dude, you guys are you you thinking about this right here. <laughs> but he's on to yeah. something, man. He he's doing really well. It's like I don't feel like many people could probably pull this off. I think that this guy switching back and forth. And one thing when when uh, the god uh, Ganshu whatever is speaking through him. At the uh, like in the Giza t- uh, pyramid, or whatever, I, like it was kind of yeah. believable to me. And that dude is just like being weird, right? He's just being a weirdo. But it was super believable how he kind of pulled it off. Which I don't think that would be an easy thing to pull off. Like, oh, hold on, this god is gonna take over my voice and speak out some garbage, and then you know, and then he like bounces right back into like what is he's lying. <laughs> yeah, like, it was pretty That's good, pretty man. Good, like, the, good. dude's on top pretty of good. it. Yeah. Matrix sucks. <laughs> Dude, Matrix isn't even that good, but Star Wars is just the worst thing that's ever happened. Just telling you. Star Wars is garbage. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for the next one, what we have to come. It seems like we've got a lot of theories, and I think, uh, I think Vance is just bringing the facts. Tony had some good, like, uh, kind of, like, thought processes about it, I think, as well. So I'm curious to see what happens. You said we have three more episodes. Uh, three more episodes, Vance. Uh, yep, three more episodes. Hey, it's funny how like you know all the series I believe besides um you know, like the Mandalorian and you know like the other ones, all of them has been six episodes, right? But everybody's surprised. Like I think it's like ten episodes. I was like, no, 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 it's six episodes. Like they're coming out with six episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, people, follow the trend. All right, it's a six episode series, and I, it's funny because I remember when they was doing like the advertisement. They're like, no, that's what it was. Like, you know, six new six series coming to Disney right. Plus. New six series. That's weird. Plus. That is. I mean, I guess that's just the direction Disney has chosen to go. Um, because forever, you know. We were always used to ten episodes, right? For most like major series, you would get ten, and then it turned to eight. Now it's down to six. But Tony, here's something right. I, I didn't realize this until today when I watched it. The episodes are like fifty minutes, which right, yeah. We don't <clears throat> always get that, like um, that garbage Boba Fett. I remember <laughs> mentioning that. That the episodes had all been like thirty-eight minutes or something like that, and then the one of the episodes was fifty-two or something, and I felt like it absolutely did not need to be any longer because they just wasted more of my time, right? Um, but I noticed that these ones have been like forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty something, so it seems like, and that is is something we've seen in the past, uh, many many series, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Where they have like a little bit longer episode times, but they do it in fewer episodes. So I don't think that's that crazy. Interesting to see, like, if they, because uh, I know with the trailer of, uh, what is that, uh, Doctor Strange, you know, like, they did reference, you know, the um, WandaVision. Uh, what was the name of the town she was in? Can't even think. Oh, uh, West, Westview? West- Westview, like that, yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah, Westview, yeah. So it's going to be, you know, interesting to see, you know, like, if they do any time anymore tie-ins and stuff like that, you know, especially with all the characters and stuff that they're bringing out. Uh, Vance? Yup. Pop quiz? Mm-hmm. What was the name of the dog in WandaVision? Clint. 
<laughs> Tony, do you remember? Ah, oh, you mean the the uh, the Harkness dog? What was his name? Yeah, yeah. Where she says, "Yeah, and I kill, and I killed Sparky." It was Sparky. Sparky. Was it Sparky or was it like Senior Scratchy? Oh, yeah. That was she, one of the questions. Senior Scratchy was on that rabbit, episode. though, was he? Maybe that's it. Tony, Tony, uh, pop quizzed me a bunch of questions about WandaVision <laughs> yeah. at the final episode, and that was one of them. That was one of them. <laughs> and, and I said it, and I was all ready for my gotcha moment. And I realized I can't remember the name of it. I was thinking Sparky, and then I'm like, wait, all is right. that what I answered? Hey, hey, hey here we go. Here we go. Here, here, hey, like here, here we go. Scratchy? All right. So once the series concludes, we're going to have a, you know, we'll have a trivia contest for. Okay. You know, any viewers that want to tune in live. and uh, That is something now that we're doing these live instead of the pre-recorded, we could do something like that. Right. Sparky is the name of the dog, by the way. Sparky is right. I was ready for that. Who was Senior Scratchy? Was that, the, was that, that was their the rabbit. rabbit or something? Okay. Rabbit. Yeah. Well, I tried. <laughs> All right. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That's true. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right, got all, to, right, man. all right, all right, all right. When I'm trying to pull gotcha crap, you got to get me out of here. Man, <laughs> yep, yep. Senior Scratchy is the rabbit. Dang, mm, got it. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> what were the name of the two the two boys? Oof. Mm. Silk, get in here. What's the name of the two boys? Yeah, name of the two boys from Wandavision. <laughs> I I actually think I remember this one. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of the boys. Do you want them? What we got? What we got? Tommy and Billy. Hmm. Do you remember the name of the psychological experiment that uh, Vision argues with other Vision about? Oh, the ship. The ship of something. Yeah. Do you remember the ship of what? <laughs> Listen. The ship of Archimedes? Guys... No. No? No. Archimedes, I think, is the guy who uh, was that the guy who the king had him weigh his crown to like see how much of it was gold or something. And he's Archimedes is like the water displacement guy, right? Like he put it in water, and then if it if it the water raised X amount meant that it was composed of this amount of this or whatever. This got really nerdy. It was the Mm. ship of Theseus. Theseus, yep, Theseus, yep, yeah. All right, all right. Listen, if you can't remember obscure details about Gar, you know that one was pretty good, but mostly garbage Marvel trivia. Months later, I don't yeah. even know why we're doing this, guys. Hey, we're cut. Co- we're coming. Big trivia contest. What are we gonna put up? One of those uh, thermoses that you uh, Vance is making over there. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I want the I want the reverse one. I'm just saying. Hey, that's one of a kind. That's one of a kind. That's that's, that's the only first ever that collectible. One. First ever, right? First ever. Right. Where can I get the NFT? Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, hey! Right, the reverse NFT, right? Vance, what's your address? I'm gonna need to uh, rob you. It's a uh, www.goodagameradio.com. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I'll get it there. What is he? Yeah. Him? Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen it. Wanda since the last episode. Was... Oh, yeah. We haven't watched it either. We're just being nerds. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's been over a year. Is it that long ago? Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So, yeah, it was like March last year. February, March. I think so. Anyway, let's wrap it up. All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us here on Good to Game Radio. We uh, talk more about uh, Moon Knight. Uh, again, as a reminder, Vance and I are going to PAX East this week. Um, so if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to us on Instagram, Good to Game Radio. That way you you can keep up with us as we be post as we're posting pictures and and uh, and sharing our um, two days in Boston at <clears throat> the uh, gaming convention up there. Uh, and we might have another episode this week too. I think uh, Vance, you want to shoot for another episode, maybe Wednesday night. Yeah, um, I, I think we're trying to get one more hour or an hour or so more stream time What's in. So, what's the date on Wednesday? 
Should be the twentieth. The twentieth. Yeah, it should be the twentieth. Yeah, so check back with us in a couple of days. We'll probably uh, we can probably talk about the next episode of Moon Knight on Wednesday night. Um, and um, again, subscribe to us on Instagram, subscribe to us on Twitch, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app to check out our our past episodes. We have like almost two years of episodes ready and waiting for you to listen to. So check it out. Good Tony, game radio. I- I need the KFC console episode to be added to the website. I need you to find that on your computer. (laughs) I need it in my life. Gotcha. Mm. Lady Swish is saying, live stream some of our trip to Boston. Well, we will certainly try um, to accommodate that request, uh, depending on the... uh, the Wi-Fi in the convention center, I guess, and how well that works. Well, yeah, yeah. Also, the the rules, the rules. Oh, do they not let you walk around the? No, I think they said it. it you could. Okay. I don't know. We'll sneak and do it if we can't. Right. Do <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for joining us. We'll catch you guys later. Uh, later, 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 later.